How's it going, everyone? Welcome to the Eminence Legacy Podcast. You can learn more about us at eminencelegacy.com where you will find a blog and a virtual session for life coaching. Learn about yourself and how you can understand the people around you. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can find podcasts like this one. something we're going to encounter so oddly enough one of the things they talk about is that they say when you grow up and um and and you join in a sport and you do sports they they tell you that when you join like an extracurricular uh, activities like that that it prepares you for failure i'm not so sure if that's always true i mean i do think that there's like a uh, a benefit to it but one of the things that you benefit from when you're younger is that you have coaches, you know, you have parents that motivate you. And even when you fail, they'll tell you, it's like, you're still going to you're still going to go because we're making the, the effort and the sacrifice to taking you. But once you get to a certain age, you're responsible for continuing. You're responsible for getting yourself back up and you're responsible for surrounding yourself around the people that are going to motivate you. A relationship with failure is. I, I would say is very misplaced because although you mentioned about the sports and the athletes or whatnot, there's very competitive athletes that have won most of the time or win a good chunk of the time that when they actually fail, they, they don't know how to take it. So there's those uh, specific uh, people that have been used to always having it their way as as far as winning and making things happen. And when they hit a wall, they're not prepared to face it. Overall, failure is something that we all have to face eventually. And that's with small things and big things. And sometimes, like, so, for example, the example that you're giving with the athletes. So you're talking about people that, so they beat everybody in their town. But before you know it, they're competing with people outside the state or with people from other countries. In this case, you're dealing with people with high, like, with with probably more experience or people that have a uh, have a lot more deal of knowledge more than you but i mean sometimes we're not even going to get that far because our goals and dreams get quenched very early on in the process because as soon as you deal with the smallest of failures it's going to stop you from going even further no doubt failure it feels terrible it's demoralizing embarrassing and a wreck of your confidence a lot of times you don't even want to Go back to tell somebody that you didn't you didn't make it through. You know, I've seen a lot of people actually get drafted to or met people that get drafted to certain colleges. And then once they hit that that college level of sports, they just don't have what it takes. Now, dealing with it will be forced to uh, for you to 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 eventually have to do something about it. So we need to uh, get away from that negative mindset about failure and go through our failures faster in order to get to our wins. So you mentioned in the beginning of your statement several feelings that people feel when they encounter failure. So let's go ahead and talk about that. The very first step to this, the very first step to be able to deal with your failure is to acknowledge what you are feeling. Acknowledge uh, what you're feeling. Name the pain. What is the situation that's bothering you? What is the disappointment about? What are you really feeling? Understand what's stemming that 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 feeling. Once you figure that out, what that feeling is, you will be able to address it and remove it. 
Because a lot of times when we fail, we have a hard time to get back on track. A lot of times we can't avoid the fear uh, of, of that failure and we don't want to face it. But once you name the pain, meaning is why is it that that failure is causing you to feel a certain kind of way? At that point, your emotions are overriding your logical thought. So you have to kind of dig into that and find out, okay, why is this bothering me so much? Right. And you're going to get a lot of information as soon as you name the feeling. So let's say you feel disappointed. Why do you feel disappointed? Because you failed. Maybe because what it's, what it's really telling you is that you're disappointed that you didn't get a full night's sleep the night before. Or you're disappointed that you didn't rehearse enough. Or you're disappointed that you didn't get there on time. Or that you missed the appointment altogether. And therefore, there's something that you could have proactively done differently to be able to cause a different result. Or maybe the feeling is because you feel inadequate. Regardless, it's providing you information that is going to be useful for you to proceed forward and to take that challenge up again face on. The key is, the first key is to actually um, not judge those feelings but rather understand yourself and, and address them. Okay, what what got me to this point? And a lot of times you realize that it, it maybe you did give it 100%. Maybe you gave it all you had. It just wasn't the right time. And let me tell you something that happens. Even th this is for uh, long, long runners that do marathons or whatnot. They could train so good for that run. But the day of the run, they're not feeling it. And it, it happens at times. And it has nothing to do a lot of times with, with you. A lot of times it's just understand that we can't get past human. And there's going to be uh, times that maybe that wasn't the right time for us to go at it. And that ties along with the idea of recognizing the irrational beliefs. Because a lot of times these feelings are not even so much based on a failure, but things that we already are, that we're already thinking that are working against us. It's like, oh, I knew this was going to happen. We produce over uh, up to 50,000 thoughts a day. 70% to 80% of those thoughts are negative. What does that translate? You're actually trying to fight just every day for against those ne negative thoughts. Now, add to that a failure is going to be detrimental. Of course, it's going to be detrimental. But we need to learn how to deal with failure and have a different approach and change that relationship we have to failure. Yeah, this single fall, this single point of failure is not going to define who you are and the accomplishments that you already have. There's plenty of stuff that you have that you have done in the past that you could be proud of. Remember the things that you are good at. Remember your accomplishments and what got you to the point that you are today. And then you'll realize that this single point of failure, this one speck that is perhaps setting you back from your goals and dreams, it's not enough for everything that you've already accomplished before. Failure is not a, is unavoidable. It's going to happen. Failure is not an event, but a process. Failure is not objective. You are the person who can label it as a as an actual failure. Nobody knows that whether you're failing or not. Like, for instance, right now when I'm talking, if I make a mistake on the subject or not, you're not going to notice because you don't know the material that I'm actually talking about unless I point it out to you. So you, you can't think that everybody's going to know that you failed 100%. Failure is not your enemy. 
It actually will create your resilience if you are able to overcome it. Failure is irreversible. You need to remember that. And failure is not stigma. It, it is not permanent. It doesn't stick with you. You just need to keep pushing forward. And failure is not final. We, we do not finish at failure unless you quit. If you quit at that task, at that, at that goal that you had, at that dream, then we could consider that, yeah, maybe you chose to fail. But at no point is failure the final frontier. So you did mention something that's very important. Most people are never going to notice that you failed, which is why we need to, which is the next step. We need to release the need for approval. There's a song I like so much uh, by 21 Pilots. Um, and there's a, because in this song, and I'm sorry, this, the name is, is not coming to mind right now, but there's a part in the song where it says, my name is Blurry Face and I care what you think. And the song is reflecting about how much he misses his childhood when there was no responsibilities, when they could just have fun, where, where they didn't have to think about what people were thinking about them because all they, cons they were concerned about was having a good time. But now that they're adults, all they can think about is, is about what other people think. But who are those other people? They're just blurry faces. You're the main character here. And what they see or what they think about you is irrelevant in comparison to what it is that you're trying to accomplish. Because in the end of the day, is if you're trying to work towards your goal and somebody is telling you that you can't do it and that you shouldn't pursue it, they have nothing to offer you in return. All you can do is do it for yourself and stop thinking about the approval of others and keep working towards your dreams. Unfortunately, we're always looking for validation and it's something that, that hurts us in the long run. Maybe because back then we needed a, a pat on the back to tell us we were going in the right direction. But honestly, the, the worst place you could be is when you are a, a, a trendsetter, when you're that driving force that, that, that has a vision and goes for it, it's going to be lonely on the way up there because a lot of times people don't catch on to the vision until you're already there. So at every time that we're looking for validation, sometimes we're just slowing ourselves down. And we need to release that, that need of appro approval of other people. Now, by all means, I'm not saying that I'm past that. The truth is that we all need to work towards that because a lot of times we're, we're looking for acceptance of our own relatives, of the people that we care and love about. Now, I'm not saying it's 100% wrong, but at the end of the day, who's paying your bills? Because in the end of the day, you're the ones that's responsible for your own success. And which is why we must accept our own responsibility. Now, this is very connected to the part where, where we're to the first step, which was acknowledging your feelings. Because like I mentioned, acknowledging your feelings is the first step, which is going to give you a lot of information. And from this step, you might realize that maybe you were responsible in some in some shape or form to your failure. And that's okay. The point is that you recognize it. You're identifying what the issue was and what you could have done to improve it. And guess what's left to do now? Improve on it. Failure is not what defines us. Your current circumstance is not who you are. If you do not accept responsibility, the problem with that is that it makes it somebody else's problem, which in, in effect, you cannot fix it because now you assign that problem to somebody else. So by taking full responsibility of the, uh, of, of the problem, of the issue, of your failure, you're able to correct and make those corrections that you need to be able to get there. We cannot cover up our mistakes because that's going to slow us down. 
as a matter of fact we kind of need to discover okay what happened how did I get here how did I end up in this place and try to reverse engineer it to try to find a resolution to get to the next level exactly so once again so the first step is going to reveal a lot of information once you find out that in the areas that you were responsible for there's definitely ways to improve so if you miss the appointment maybe it's a good idea to start setting up a calendar on your phone if you were if perhaps there was a physical part to your to to you being recruited whether it's to be a firefighter or, or whatever it is that the career that you're seeking for if that's the area that you're if it's a physical aspect that you felt on get a trainer to help you improve in those areas that you that you're trying to work in it was because you filled an exam for for licensing you name it well the solution for that is find out that the areas that you perform poorly in and try to study more on those areas that you realize that you need more focusing on the crazy thing that a lot of times uh, failures take us to a new discovery and it brings in in mind uh, the 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 backstory to Kellogg's Frosted Flakes. Uh, actually, the Kellogg's brothers were actually experimenting with weed, trying to make it a digestible substance for bread. When they accidentally left the batch soaking in water overnight, the next day they discovered they had formed and baked into little flakes. And that's how the company came about. We we see the same thing with uh, WD40 when when they make this stuff. They weren't really looking for for uh, a compound that that helps per, um, uh, loosen nuts. It's it's actually this compound was supposed to to prevent rust from from happening on on uh, spaceships. But forty times they attempted this, and they weren't not able to actually make it happen. Instead, they produce a product that everybody's using till today. And that's why it's called WD-40. And this all came from a failure after failure after failure. So maybe your failure is going to take you to the next level. You just need to uh, take it for what it is. Uh, uh, another way of getting to your next level. Just find out what adjustments you need to make to get your life there. And with the next step, it would be to not take it personally. Now, this is also very much connected with basically with with you being able to work past your ir irrational beliefs so as far as don't take it personally as we mentioned before there are so many other things that you're good at and there's other accomplishments that you have in your life that that should be that you should be able to go back to those things and think of you know this one failure is not going to define me it just means you just have to change your strategy strategy and find a new way but if we get stuck on that failure itself, I mean, we're going to take it so personal that we're going to start telling to my to yourself, oh, my, and I'm not good enough for this. Or maybe this is not meant for me and and make up all these excuses. Why not? Why not go through it? But a lot of times it's just a, that fear of, of that feeling. And we need to let go of it because at the end of the day, a failure should not be where you stop. And we need to realize that there is one major difference between average people and achieving people. And that starts with us taking initiative and taking responsibility and, and moving away from that emotion that that we take it so personally. And that's right. And, and taking this one single failure personally is in the end of the day, what it's going to do is going to feed more towards the irrational beliefs that you're telling yourself every day. 
And when you're doing that, it's basically you're giving more fuel to the fire. And that's what we're trying to work against because a lot of the things that stop us is these irrational beliefs, the stuff that we tell ourselves that are not true because we hold our own selves to such a high standards that we cannot see our true potential behind it. We need to remember that every genius can be a failure. Every failure can be a genius. So therefore, let's not get stuck on that negativity and let's control our emotions. Make sure that we're containing those emotions and redirecting them to, to create good attitudes of, this, of the situation again and finding a new way or maybe build on that mistake and try to, to, to salvage some of the information or the things that you did and get the good things from that, that lesson and apply it in a way that will make you push past that failure. And in the process of all of this, we need to find ways to channel our negative emotion productively. So don't use a failure to uh, to retreat. Don't use a failure. May yes, maybe a, a time to rest, you know, when to recover, to rethink, to re-strategize. But don't use it as an opportunity to completely uh, forfeit anything that you're trying to accomplish in the long run. Find productive ways that in which you can continue to grow and improve even during this moment of trouble. What I do a lot of times when I'm feeling very irritated or I'm feeling like I'm, I'm failing at something or whatnot, I do have like a safe, spa safe space to go. I like to work out or maybe go for a run. And usually that gets your, your, your blood flowing and your mind thinking and it gets you in, in, in a better mindset. I mean, just remember that a lot of times like uh, you hear this that working out and physical activity creates endorphins and, and it's supposed to make you a little bit happier and a better mood and not only that it also allows you to think better because while you're working out while you're running you're actually kind of capturing everything that you've done and everything that you could do better and it's all related because let's say you go work out right and then you at your day ends you go to sleep and you have a much better sleep that night you wake up in the morning and guess what your mind has clarity. You're at what seemed like a big problem the day before. All of a sudden, it seems like you, you start. It's even happened to me where I wake up in the morning and I'm thinking to myself, why did I find this so difficult yesterday? When today, it just seems like an easy solution. I have to agree with that because I've, I've been times that I've been working on, on my car or doing things uh, to uh, around around the house. And a lot of times, I guess when I, I get... Uh, I guess I get overwhelmed and then my my logical is no longer logical and I'm trying to finish something in a rush or I'm just trying to get things done and 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 instead of of bettering the situation I make it worse and and it came to mind when you said that when I was working uh one time in the car the the, the situation to fix it was so simple the next day that I woke up after I I, I moved away from it and I slept and, and uh now, as a rule of thumb, when, when I feel like I'm getting too antsy or, or, or I feel like it's not working out for me, I've learned to kind of step back. Now, it, I don't do it all the time autom automatically, but I've been trying to be more self-aware at, at, at the fact that I need to kind of take a breather because a lot of times I, I cause my own failures. And let me just bring uh, to attention that last week, well, actually, in the last episode that, we've, that we recorded, it talked about decision fatigue. We, all, we, we can only make a certain amount of decisions per day. And after that, 
it's our, our performance in making decisions decreases radically and that's what we encounter every time when we when we reach that point of exhaustion where our decisions are just not being able to make as as quickly or are, or we're not able to think to them as thoroughly just because we've gone through so many in the day that at a certain point we we just need that rest in order to refresh in order to to also uh, i'm going to recommend that create a mantra something that that gets you going when you feel like you're failing a mantra is just something as simple as i got this or or um uh, i can fix this whatever it is that your mantra is it's, it's just a short statement remembering uh reminding you who you are as far as a person because a lot of times uh we get overwhelmed and we we need to learn how to celebrate those small wins those small milestones that we hit and continue to work on ourselves through that method. Right. So within this discussion, we covered a lot of things. So let me just go ahead and summarize that and we'll go ahead and conclude this week's episode. So what we were trying to imply through our examples is that we need to be able to have ways to adopt to stress and a lot. And one of the ways to do that successfully is by having a hobby. In this case, we gave the example of personal fitness you know maybe for you it's going for a swim or maybe it's just taking a walk it's amazing what it does just walking out in nature and you know just enjoying the climate now we are in south texas so it's 116 degrees we broke a record just yesterday and it was hot so you'll have to plan plan that a little bit better than uh, than we do you don't want to do that in midday however nonetheless you do want to find a hobby that will be that will help you with your anxiety that will help that will be help you cope with that stress and you'll find that as you find other things that you'll be good at, then it's ultimately the result is going to be that you're going to have an increase in your self-esteem. At the end of the day, um, you know your failure is a success if you learn from it. That's going to be key. And for anyone else that's listening to the podcast that hasn't failed, you might want to reconsider that because maybe you're not challenging yourself enough maybe you're not putting yourself to the test to the point that you're gonna fail because eventually we all hit that wall and we just need to continue to work on ourselves and change our relationship with failure you know now that you mentioned that i had a manager that told me if you're not working you're you're not gonna you're not going to make mistakes and it's the same thing in life too. If you're not encountering failures, then you're not challenging yourself enough and you're not pushing yourself to grow. 